Are you ready to move to Shopify from your current website platform? Then this is the episode for you. Welcome to the Product Powerhouse Podcast. Today we're talking about migrating. I will save you the song from Finding Nemo that's going through my head every time I talk about migration. (laughs) You're welcome. Yes, I'm a mom of two. Thank you very much. (laughs) But a lot of stuff comes up when we talk about migrating a website to Shopify. And so I'm going to go over that today. So get comfy because this is going to be a good one. Welcome to the Product Powerhouse Podcast, where we talk about what it's like to run a product-based business. We'll be sharing specific actionable tips for your online store, chatting with other shop owners to go behind the scenes of their successful product-based businesses, and having a blast talking shop. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I'm the founder of Alexander Design Company, a web design and marketing agency for e-commerce businesses. We work with incredible entrepreneurs to create an unforgettable online presence for their shop. Now grab a nice coffee and let's chat. Okie dokie. Migrating to Shopify is actually a fairly easy process. However, it's very tedious. Tedious is not my jam. Anything that's like repetitive, I'm just like, ugh, please no. (laughs) But having gone through the migration process, moving stores over to Shopify quite a few times now, and honestly, almost everyone who comes to me is moving stores at this point, probably because they've been on this other platform for a while and they're running into issues. Like I will have clients who are currently on Squarespace, which I'm actually a big fan of Squarespace. I don't know why I said actually, but I am a big fan of Squarespace before I like jumped all in on Shopify. I worked exclusively on Squarespace. Sometimes I even mix up those words. So I apologize if that happens. But the problem with Squarespace for e-commerce is that it's just really limited. They don't have a lot of shipping options. Variants are kind of clunky. The product pages are really simple and they do allow for you can build on to them, but it's really difficult. It's hard to streamline and There are some limitations to the number of products you can have in a single shop. There's some organization things that just don't quite fit most needs for bigger e-commerce stores. So it's a great platform if you have like 10 products, two products, if you just have a few things or all your things are like exactly the same size and aren't going to take any special shipping. But most of the time, clients have been on Squarespace for a couple of years and they're ready to move over to Shopify. And that's when they come to me. The other scenario I get is they have a WordPress website and WordPress is kind of hard to use. It requires a lot of technical know-how. There's a lot of updates that happen and those updates can break your site and there's a lot of errors. Like every time I log into a WordPress shop, there's a new error and we don't even know why. It'll like pop up at the top of the screen. And so WordPress and WooCommerce, while it's really, really flexible, what it ends up doing for most small business owners is just causing this like extra layer of like website anxiety that's really not necessary. And so that's why a lot of the people who come to me are ready to move over to Shopify. And I think it's completely worth it. I personally, because of my podcast and the way my website works, I'm on WordPress. However, my shop where I sell my product, my simplified SEO course is on Shopify. 
And I've actually gone through the migration process with my own products. I've gone through it with several client products. And so I'm excited to kind of share all the secrets in this episode. So that's a little background on why people usually want to migrate to Shopify. Oh, I would say there's one other scenario, and that is they want to migrate from Etsy to Shopify, which is a little bit of a different process, or they want to sync. Most of the time, I have people that have Etsy stores and they want to migrate or sync their Etsy products to their Shopify store, which is also an option. It's a little bit different. If you're migrating, it's a different process. If you want to sync, that's a different process also, but that's the other scenario where people are wanting to move to Shopify. Otherwise, they're starting fresh, right? And if you're choosing Shopify from the beginning, I think you're going to be really happy. There's two ways to migrate. (laughs) I'm already laughing. There's the easy way and there's the hard way. And I'm not going to tell you the hard way first because that sounds like torture. I'm going to just tell you the easy way. That way, if you're like, okay, I'm sold, you can just stop this recording or stop this episode like halfway through and you'll be good to go. The easiest way to migrate from one platform to the other is to use a tool called Cart2Cart. And now this is a website that you install on, or it's like an app tool plugin type thing. You install on both websites. You log into your one website, the source website, the starting website, and it will transfer the content over to the new website. Basically what it's doing is like an automated version of copying and pasting. And this just runs in the background. You don't have to do anything. You can select what pieces you want to migrate. So you can say, yes, I want the products. Yes, I want the discounts. Yes, I want the customer profiles. You can choose everything and it does it for you. It takes some time depending on how many products you have. And you pay based on the number of items that will be migrated. So if you're migrating pages and blog posts and products and coupons and customers, it can start to get a little spendy. However, the time that you will be saving is exorbitant. Okay, so the last store I used cart to cart on had about 180 products. And I would say somewhere between 50 blog posts, 40 to 50 blog posts, plus additional pages. She also had almost 900 customers. Oh, orders get moved over also. So any past orders, they get moved over. And there was quite a few. There was 900 orders. There was not 900 customers. Sorry, I mixed that up. But it cost me like $250. And it just ran in the background while I was building the rest of her site. And I will tell you, it probably saved me at least 20 hours of work. It was well worth the price. Once I tell you what the hard way is, you'll see where all the time is spent. But basically, it just runs in the background. You just set it and forget it. It'll let you know when it's finished. It will let you know if there's any errors or any mistakes that didn't go through. I did make one mistake. There's this little checkbox that says, do you want customers to be notified or do you want to get order receipt emails or something like that? And I forgot to check it the first time. So I got like 900 (laughs) emails, which was hysterical, but those were easy to filter out and just delete. If you're going through this migration process, just do yourself a favor and do with cart to cart. Honestly, I will not do another migration I don't care how many submissions they have without cart to cart. It's just that much easier. Now, just because you use cart to cart doesn't mean the migration process is perfect. There is still work that has to be done when you migrate. 
pages that transfer over tend to have, depending on how your other site was set up, they will have some extra code in them that has to be cleaned up. Blog posts usually have to be reformatted just because the formatting doesn't match. The nice thing is that pictures format come over very smoothly, which is a hurdle in the hard way of migrating. You almost always have to go back and retag products, recategorize them. The categories and collections do transfer over, but in my experience, it doesn't quite do what I want it to do when I'm setting up automatic collections because I really love to automate anything I can for my clients. So I will always set up automated collections. And that doesn't quite translate the way I like it. And so I have to go back in and I have to re-tag products and recreate collections. I haven't had any problems with the coupon codes, although sometimes when they come over, I can't edit them anymore. So if I made changes to the way a coupon code works, it doesn't always translate well. So I'll just recreate those. I love the way it pulls over customers. So it'll have all your customers' information Now, because they are using a new platform, their password does not transfer over, but you just let them know that you have a new platform and they'll have, they might have to make a new account. And it's very easy. If you make like a fun, big deal out of migrating to a new platform, your clients or your customers will totally be on board and they'll make their new profile. I know this because I have been on the receiving end of, oh, we have a new website, we have a new platform, come check it out and sign up for a new thing. Like it's totally fine. Customers don't mind at all. My last customer, her wholesale customers did transfer over, but there was this weird thing where if a wholesale customer hadn't placed an order yet, their information didn't transfer over and we had to go back and get it. Which brings me to always, always, always make CSV files of whatever you can in your website. Before you do a migration, make sure you are backing up anything you can back up. So customer lists, order lists, product or inventory lists, anything that your current platform will let you back up, back up. Not all of them let you back up stuff. So that's kind of tricky, but Anywhere where it says create a CSV, definitely do that, especially your orders, your customers, and your products. I know, for example, on Squarespace, if you're not using the e-commerce like big platform, it does not let you export products with CSVs, which is really frustrating. It seems like a pretty basic thing. That's another reason why I like cart to cart because it doesn't have that limitation. Even if you're not using CSVs, it can still get that information for you. If you're using WordPress, then you usually have to install another app to create those CSVs for all the different things. The regular export tool will create them, but it doesn't always have all the information you need. I know once I had to install another app to get all of the customer information and all of like the coupons and orders. So just be diligent checking that and I can include some links to plugins that can help with the exporting of all of your products or all of your information in the blog post that goes with this episode. I also have a link to cart to cart for the record because I think (laughs) once you hear what you have to do, you're gonna love cart to cart. No matter what you're doing, you're gonna do the backup, whether you're using cart to cart or not. For example, I'll give you a Worst case scenario, this happened. Uh, (laughs) The last store I was migrating was a WordPress to Shopify and we had migrated her whole store. Everything was looking great. The one thing I've already mentioned was that 
wholesale customers who had not placed an order yet, but were in the customer list, their information didn't get pulled over. So I had to recreate her WordPress website on my own host, which was fine, and then export those wholesale customers separately, not in the big list of customers, just the wholesale customers. I was very, very thankful that I had the backup at that time, especially if you've already transferred your domain. So usually the domain transfer is like the very last thing I will do. I had, but she didn't realize that the wholesale customers hadn't transferred over until the very end. So we had to fix that. (laughs) So that's why we always create a backup. Okay, let's talk about the hard way. The hard way of migrating to Shopify is that you have to export and then import CSVs for each step. So you're going to want to export your customer list and then import it with a CSV. Same with orders, products, blog posts can be migrated that way. But the trouble is that when you export a CSV from one platform, say WordPress, to the second platform, say Shopify, the titles of the columns are never the same. And if you're not familiar with CSVs, it's just a way of having a spreadsheet that's text only so that no matter what thing you're using, it can read it. So, you know, it's like, No matter what program you're using, it can read this spreadsheet even if it wasn't created with the same program. That's what a CSV is. It stands for Comma Separated Values. So it's just a spreadsheet that things are separated by commas. Your spreadsheet software like Excel or Google Sheets, it knows how to read that information. So do websites. So what happens is you download this CSV spreadsheet from WordPress, and then you try to install it into Shopify, and it says, hey, the titles don't match. So you have to go and edit the columns within the spreadsheet so that they align with the way Shopify works. They're never the same. They don't make a lot of sense unless you've seen them a lot of times. Shopify does give you a sample to go off of, so you have to like go in and rearrange the columns, match up the titles, replace the titles, make sure everything's in the right column, and then you can import it. And honestly, I never get it right on the first time. (laughs) I would venture to guess that most website designers said that they don't get it right on the first time. It usually takes me like three or four times because I've missed something silly, like a dash where there's supposed to be a space or no dash or those silly things. So creating the CSVs, you know, exporting them is easy, but getting them formatted so that they can be imported is not easy. And it's frustrating. Let's say you didn't even care if you had your customers and orders, which most shops, most of the time you do want those to migrate over. But that way, a customer, let's say they order two weeks ago during your migration process. If you don't pull out their information, you won't see their order anymore. So if they had a problem like their order broke or their product broke, and you need to fix it, or you need to submit a repair, like it's going to be a little frustrating for you while you're changing systems. That's why it's really important to get those customers and orders pulled over. A lot of times people just think, well, I'll just move my products over, which again, you can create the CSVs. I would say products may be a little bit easier to get migrated over, but not always. You still have to do all that CSV formatting. But the other way people will do this is they will copy and paste individual products. And like if you have five 10 products, it's not going to be that big a deal. I helped move over 15 products um, a couple years ago, and we just did it by copying and pasting. And then you have to download all of the images if you don't have them saved already. 
and re-upload them. Again, it's not difficult. It's just tedious. If you have more than probably 20 products, it's going to be painstakingly long and frustrating and annoying and very, very tedious, which is my worst nightmare. So I do not <laughs> do not do well with like repetitive stuff like that. So copying pasting is definitely an option. It's not a great one, but it's an option for you. And then blog posts. So if you have blog posts, you could copy and paste those too. So the easy way is to use cart to cart and it will do it for you. And the, you know, you'll pay based on whatever number of things you have to migrate. The hard way is to create CSVs, get those imported. You might need an additional CSV app on your Shopify store as well as on your current store. And then your next option is the copy and paste route. You're going to want to make sure you save all of your images also because those will not transfer over. I mean, like you can see, it's it's easy. It's an easy process to migrate over but it's very time consuming. Oh, one of the other things that I forgot to mention about cart to cart. Have I sold you on that yet? Because it's definitely going to save you some time. Cart to cart has this feature. After you do your first migration, there's going to be some time between when you've migrated your current orders and inventory and when your new site is ready to launch. I do try to do the migration at the end of the process. So at least the products, because I want to make sure that I have everything else ready because when orders come through, I don't want there to be like the big discrepancies between the new website inventory and the old website inventory, or if you've added new products. So there's this really cool piece of cart to cart. After you've done your initial migration, you can do a recent data migration and it will just grab all of the extra, the new info that has been added to your site. So any new orders, any new products will get moved over, which is so nice (laughs) so that you don't have to do that manually. And it's a lot cheaper the second time around. I think the last time I did like a recent migration or recent data migration, it was only about 30 bucks. So depending on the number of products you have or the changes have how much time has passed, it's going to be really affordable. One other thing I love about cart to cart is you can get a free quote. So if you go over to cart to cart The link is in our bio. I'm sorry, the link is in the show notes. (laughs) Instagram much here? You can type in like, oh, I have this many products and this many blog posts and this many pages, and it will give you a quote so that you can see how much it's going to be and you can factor that into your budget. So it's definitely going to be worth your money and time to use this tool. Trying to think if I have any last minute thoughts, be prepared for things to go wrong in your migration. You might have to delete the migration and start over. I haven't had that happen since I started using cart to cart, but I have had it happen when I was doing CSVs. And so just another reason to use that cart to cart app. And then be prepared to re-edit, reformat things. You know, you're going to have to go in and clean up extra code. You might have to reformat blog posts. You might have to, or you will definitely have to re-tag products and create new collections, especially if you want to do automated collections. I would say that the cart to cart app is going to save you probably 10 hours, depending on how many products you have. Well worth the price. All right. I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope you're excited and feeling like you can tackle your Shopify migration. If not, if you feel like, you know what, it's time for me to invest in my business. It's time for me to let the pros take over the reins. And I'd love to talk to you about helping you 
migrate and get your new Shopify site set up and designed well and automating all the things. I love to automate things for customers. But anyways, <laughs> if that's something that interests you, you can reach out to us at productpowerhouse.co slash contact and we would love to talk to you. We are usually booked out about two months in advance, but it's the perfect time to get started. We can talk about the migration process. We can talk about your new design. We're looking forward to hearing from you. If you're going to tackle it on your own, I applaud you and I am all for that. You know, I love the DIYer. I would love to invite you to our free Facebook group, the Product Powerhouse Community, because we could support you there if you are going through this process and you're kind of tackling it on your own and you run into questions, then the Product Powerhouse Community on Facebook is free. It's a place to be. So you can find that by searching on Facebook for Product Powerhouse Community or go to productpowerhouse.co slash community and that'll take you to our group. Hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse podcast. It means so much to me that you take the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It's my favorite thing to create and I am so grateful that you've taken the time to listen. If you enjoyed this podcast or you have listened to other episodes and enjoyed those, it would mean the world to me if you could take a minute out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me get the show out to more people just like you who are out there trying to grow their own product-based business.